Stephen Byrne on 2FM. Welcome back to another episode of the weekly podcast of things that happen on the show at the weekend. I uh, hope you had a great week, whatever you've been up to as the world opens up. I feel like we can all feel that positivity. Everybody out on the streets, you know, sitting outside restaurants, just seeing a little bit of life back in our country has been so beautiful. And of course, there was uh, that momentous first gig in 15 months with James Vince McMorrow as well, which was absolutely wonderful to see. Um, we had a great weekend on the show. We spoke to lots of people, including the cast of Loki and also we got to talk to Ben Wheatley all about In the Earth. And the reason for that is movies are back in cinemas. Here's what he had to say all about it. Ben, congratulations on this. Um, absolutely loved it. And um, exactly what I needed slash didn't, I think, in the current world. I'm a massive fan of horror, but at the same time, when it becomes all too real sometimes, it can get quite cutting. Um, but it was it was incredible. For you, are you always influenced um, by the world around you when it comes to writing? Um, or was this kind of a unique experience? No, always. I mean, if you look at look back at the films I've made, they generally kind of, unless they're historical, they're generally something to do with what's going on around. And I think that's kind of part and parcel of horror. Um, and I mean, choosing to do it in a forest, which is, I guess, quite ironic in, in the world that we were living in for the last year, which was being trapped inside. Um, you did a pandemic movie outside and, and in the wilderness, and that forest becomes another character. As a filmmaker, how much of a challenge is it to work in, in environments like that? And is that, is that something you kind of relish and obviously something you're used to as well from the past? Well, I mean, I did I did read some stuff about how they shot Platoon, you know, and in Platoon, mm. the, the, they said basically the jungle all looks the same. You just you walk two foot into it and then you turn the camera, you shoot one way, then you turn the camera 90 degrees and shoot the other way. And it looks like a completely different place. <laughs> you, so, you know, I could I could kind of like pretend it was some terrible, arduous nightmare of shooting in the woods that we trekked for miles carrying equipment like um uh, like a Werner Herzog movie or something, but well, it was fine. And I'm sure that feeling of being on a set in the midst of everything that was going on last year as well must have felt incredible for, for everyone, for the crew, for everyone just to be out there and be thinking, oh, we didn't think that we were going to be able to do this. Was there a collective sort of moment on set where you, you all just kind of were like, wow, okay, thank God, thank God we're here. Yeah, totally. And it, it kind of, apart from the fact that you know, I know a lot of the people with, you know, it's the returning crew a lot of the time. So um, it was great to see everybody, but it was like, yeah, it was, it, there was no work. There was no work for anybody, you know, unless you're on one of those really big shows like Mission Impossible or um, or Jurassic World, it, nothing else was going at that point. And we'd all been at home for five months. As a massive fan of the Jurassic Park universe, I would love if you did a Jurassic Park movie, but let's move on from that. <laughs> um, did you find yourself falling into horror? Because I did, and I questioned it throughout the entire pandemic. There was moments where I went, is this what I should be watching? Because it's leaving me on edge. And it's leaving me um, in places that um, I probably didn't want to be in when I was uh, you know, starting to watch it. But I started diving into things that I hadn't seen before, trawling through social, through um, the streaming platforms and, and really looking into even you know, Korean horror and, and, and places like that that I hadn't really properly dived into. Is that where you were? mind went or always goes or do you like the light relief away from the stuff that you're writing i didn't watch anything for for the beginning of the pandemic i think what we did we watched the terror you know the tv show yeah. which was just unbelievably brilliant and that kind so of set quite high <laughs> so, <laughs> and, was, and was really scary and uh and then i didn't really watch anything until after i watched a couple of movies before we did um, in the earth but I think I just spent the whole time 
writing really and just kind of and walking about I felt like I didn't want to see any entertainment it was really odd it got better after you know I I, I didn't have the same problem during Christmas and that it, it, it kind of picked up but before that I was like oh I don't know it doesn't seem like there's something about entertainment that kind of has to be hand in hand with your life being all right and there was something mm. that was scaring me too much a general kind of existential and stential angst <laughs> was going on <laughs> um what an incredible cast they were all fantastic and they just carried those really incredibly tense moments where you know possibly very little was happening to those moments where you were thinking oh my god everything is about to happen right now um and I mean, Reese with Zach, that, that was, you know, a, I guess a flip that you, you some might expect, but at the same time, the way he carried through it and, and really just made you believe that he really 100% believed um, what, he was, uh, what he was doing. Was that kind of an intent from the start that every single character had, had their purpose and had their vision that yes, they were all 100% correct in what they were doing in order to carry through oh, it? I mean, I, I think the thing about when they see the Zach character, you you know, the audience knows what's going on. There's no pretending that it's a I actually one. didn't. I actually really? didn't. <laughs> and I think maybe I was just a little bit like, and then when the tea came out, I was like, no, please don't. Just please don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's more like it, 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 that whole sequence is kind of about pragmatism of, and I've yeah. experienced it, you know, that thing of you, was it that you, uh, you're never going to get in a, a tub of boiling water, but you'll happily sit in a bath as they turn the heat up? You know, unless you're like um, Bruce Willis in, um, in Die Hard, you probably are going to just let people, you know, <laughs> whatever they want, you know, because you're terrified. And that, actually, to be honest, I, it gave me that thought um, when the axe came out for the first time. I did go, oh, I think I would have just given up. I think I would have just let him do it. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm glad you did this. So congratulations. Um, I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. It left me, like I said, the same way every single horror has left me in the last year, anxious as hell and not being able to sleep. So job well done. That's cool. Very good. Big tick. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Callum, as well. Very much appreciated. And of course, Loki is on Disney Plus right now. Episode one is there for you to watch. Episode two coming out on Wednesday. So much fun. And just great to see Tom Hiddleston in a world without Thor, without the Avengers, without all those things up against him and the journey that he goes on throughout. You're going to love this series. And here's what the cast had to say all about it. When you get the role in a Marvel movie, how does that work? Do they call you and just go, yeah, you've got it? Do you audition loads? And what is that moment like for you when they have to explain absolutely everything that's gone on in the space of three TV shows and about, what, 25 movies? Uh, it's a little different. It's a little different from that. It's like, so I got the phone call from my agent. I was at my mom's house in the middle of the night, got a phone call saying I've been on Loki. So there was that moment. And then there's the call from Kate kind of explaining, our director explaining what's going to happen in the season and what my role is in it, what the whole thing is. And I'm like, you know, she explains everything from Captain America and Iron Man to our season finale. <laughs> and, and I remember that being like totally overwhelmed, but like, this sounds brilliant. And then I remember my first day, like when I, you know, when you get the script, like, it's just like, oh gosh, I start work tomorrow. <laughs> at Marvel Studios, like, wow. <laughs> Imagine that being your job, starting work at Marvel Studios. Um, here is what Thomas Hiddleston had to say all about what Loki has taught him about himself. Uh, 
Gosh, that's a really interesting question. Uh, um, I suppose that I may, maybe it's it, it's what's so curious is that he's so he means so much to so many people as well, and it's taught me that people are complex and surprising. Maybe me too. And there's often more going on beneath the surface, maybe. Um, but I've learned from Loki that you know Loki is someone who gets in his way a lot. <laughs> he gets in his own way. He sort of he has a habit of um, of being his own worst enemy, shall we say? And um, and maybe the accepting sort of accepting the different aspects of yourself is, is the best way of of kind of beginning to make changes. One of the best things about this show is literally the chemistry, especially between Tom and Owen. It's absolutely stunning. And then when you throw Wumney's character into the mix as well, who's running around and chasing and just acting as that uh, method of authority within it as well, uh, it just blends so nicely together. Here's what she had to say about working uh, with the guys and how it all came together. Yeah, I feel like it I feel like it was. Um, we all, like Tom and Gugu and I knew each other beforehand. And then Owen, it felt so easy get, um, growing a friendship with him. Um, and the, we just really had a lot of fun and it was very easy. And like, I would say like some of my favorite bits are in between takes because we just mm. got on so well. You can tell it. Trust me, when you watch this series, you'll be like, they love each other. Uh, and I love them for it as well. Like I said, uh, Loki has come back so many times at this stage. How many times has he died? Maybe like three, four, five? I don't even know. Here's what Tom had to say about coming back and the, the calls that he gets when he's told, oh, yeah, yeah, we want we want you to do another one. Just just one more. Just do one more. It's a roller coaster. Um, and, uh, and, and there have been moments when I thought the ride was over. And I was ready to sort of unbuckle myself and get off. And then it's like, hang on a second, we're just gonna take you around one more time. Um, so it has been very exciting and um, kind of like Loki. You know, I never quite know what's gonna happen next. Uh, it's been unpredictable, but it's, it's changed my life in, in, in ways that I could never have imagined. And that's exactly what this show does because, like I said, uh, you don't know where they're gonna end up in time and everything else in between. Uh, June 9th, that is when it came out, meaning it is right there in your Disney Plus subscription right now. Go check it out if you haven't already. Even if you're not a fan of Marvel and you haven't seen any of uh, the movies in the past, you don't necessarily have to. They do get you up to speed, but it is so much fun. Uh, and it's just great to have that world back again. Stephen Byrne on 2FM.